Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. All right, let's head to our celebrity line. We have Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider with The Athletic, with Dan McLaughlin, filling in for Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter. What's up, JR? Not too much, not too much. Uh, never, ever ticked, guys. Come on. Uh, love you guys. I'm on with fast lane i'm gonna sit in with danny tomorrow for an mm-hmm. hour that's right talk yeah. some blues hockey and uh get a chance to chat with you guys now uh, five minutes late well you already know we're not professional but we still want to apologize when we're not so sorry about that jr but um <laughs> anyways hey the uh the anatomy of a draft was that was aired the other night what'd you think what was it what was most in, like what was the most interesting aspect to you yeah, I liked it. Uh, the most interesting aspect, Anthony, to me was we talked to Doug Armstrong how many times? Three or four times before the draft, and he said he would be shocked if they did not go up to the stage for the 10th pick and make that selection. And you see in the anatomy of the draft that the Blues are very close to trading out of that 10th spot. <laughs> Going back to 13, it looked like they had a deal maybe with uh, with Buffalo to move back. Uh, look, they had uh, a top seven that they were not going to move off of. Dalibor Dvorsky was in that top seven. He slipped to number 10, and they took him, and they got a great player. But great job by the Blues on that documentary. I know that uh, you know some people said there isn't a, a ton of insight in those types of pieces, but I think that uh, the Blues don't have to do that. They don't have to give you any detail what they're talking about at that draft table and so for them to offer the nuggets that they did and kind of bring that uh, perspective, I thought was uh, really big on their part. And, and I thought for somebody who covers the team all the time, uh, told me a few things. Like what? <laughs> Let's hear it. What did you learn? Well, besides the Dvorsky thing, uh, you, you look at uh, the situation where uh, behind the scenes, they have so many scouts, including uh, guys like Keith Kachuk, uh, advisors like Al McKinnis, and then uh, a, n- a number of part-time and full-time scouting uh, guys, Dan, that uh, get to offer their opinion. And the one thing that I've heard from these guys uh, in talking to them about Doug Armstrong is that he really listens to their voice, and he really gives them a say in the matter. Sure, he's the boss. Sure, he's the guy who's steering the ship the night of the draft. Uh, but they really lean on their cross uh, scouts to to bring them the names of the players that they like, and they fight for these guys. And these, these meetings get pretty heated, which we also saw in the anatomy of the draft uh, in terms of where – uh, guys like guys to go in the draft. They they want to have their say, and I think Doug Armstrong allows them to do that. Uh, how big is that too, Jr. When you have when you don't have a GM or you know a hockey president of hockey operations that is surrounded by yes man, but guys that will actually pound the table for uh, a player that they like, or maybe it's a a conversation about philosophy, but there's some healthy pushback and disagreement. 
Well, I think there has to be. And that's just any, any industry, any sport, and particularly something when you're talking about evaluating 17, 18-year-old hockey players. I mean, you, you lean on the scouts because those are the guys who are driving the thousands and thousands of miles each winter in, in the uh, icy conditions to go watch these guys play, and they have a vested interest in these players. So, sure, if, if they latch onto a guy and, and they really want the team to pick him, are they going to stick up for their guy? Yeah, for sure. Uh, but also in talking to people for this piece that I wrote about the anatomy of the draft guys, uh, they really come together when it comes to which player makes the most sense for the St. Louis Blues. So, again, whether it be Hall of Famers like an Al McKinnis or it be a, a no-name scout that uh, fans are just seeing his face and name for the first time in this, uh, in this documentary, all these people have an equal say. And that's why you're seeing guys like Jordan Cairo, like Robert Thomas. You see them in the Blues uniform at Enterprise Center, but a lot of work went in behind the scenes to get these players to St. Louis. JR, typically how long does it take in your experience to get a 7th overall pick, a 10th overall pick? I don't care, 20th, 21st round picks. How, how, how long, generally speaking, does it take, or is it all based on individual organizational style, the individual of the player, all those things that come into it? Yeah, Danny Mac, I think a combination of those things, uh, you know, we latch on to what Doug Armstrong said several months ago when he said, hey, 10th overall pick, it's going to take 36 months for this guy to make an impact. Now, you know, we want to differentiate between the word impact, which probably means putting up some points and kind of leaning on that guy. And in the lineup, there's a difference between, you know, bringing in a guy, Robert Thomas, a couple of years ago, played on that Stanley Cup team, you know, where those first few months or even that first season until he got to the playoffs, you know, maybe he wasn't making a strong impact, but he was in the lineup at a young age. So I think with a guy like Dvorsky, Dan, uh, he's got a two-year deal with the team in Sweden. He can leave at any time. I would expect that he'd play this uh, this next season in Sweden, probably the, the full year, and then there's a chance he could come over uh, next year. So you could pencil him into the Blues lineup in two years, I think, and in terms of making an impact, like Doug said, you know, probably more like 36 months. Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider with The Athletic, joining us right on the fast line on 101 ESPN. Dan McLaughlin filling in for Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter. JR, one of the other interesting aspects I thought of the anatomy of a draft was when Doug Armstrong asked everybody in the room uh, about where they draft Dvorsky. And, you know, some guys said, well, you know, we think that he, he's one of the top seven players. We think he could get to 10. One of the, I think one of the, the, I think the amateur scout for the European group for the Blues said, you know, I'd go up and get him. I would try, I would trade up for him. And it kind of surprised Armstrong. The, the draft, as much as we want, we want to believe that any draft, NFL, NHL, whatever, is like this perfect science. It really isn't, and you're gathering as much information as possible to have an idea of where guys could go. How much, how much luck goes into <laughs> drafting the right players at the right time? Yeah, just a ton of it. It really does, because you go to that number six pick at the Arizona Coyotes, they kind of take what the, the, the people in the business call a jumper. They, they go with the defenseman. Uh, at number six, and that kind of changed things, I think, for the Blues. And, and so to kind of further your point, uh, yeah, there's a scene in the anatomy of the draft where they're talking to the European scout, Jan Volpot, and he says, personally, I would trade up to get Dvorsky, but I think we can still get him at number 10. So those are the types of comments that sit in Doug Armstrong's mind on draft night, and he's sitting there thinking, do I need to trade up to get him? Wait a minute. Arizona just took a jumper. Uh, they took the defenseman at number six. That means we're going to have a chance at Dvorsky. And then you see in the footage, Doug Armstrong says, okay, if Leonard and Dvorsky go at 
eight nine, then we're going to trade down. We're going to move back from our ten pick to, to number thirteen. But when the jumper goes at number six, Dvorsky slides to number ten, and the Blues take him. So it is it is a crapshoot. You know, you can sit there and do all the planning you want, have all the meetings you want with all these amateur scouts, all the zooms you want, and you don't know until you get there to draft night when uh, a team like Arizona takes a guy that really nobody expected at, at number six. And then still, uh, even even at that, you have Washington and Detroit ahead of you that could have taken Dvorsky. They didn't, and now he's a St. Louis Blue. So a lot fell the Blues' way, I believe, that draft night. Trevor Nickerson and, and the Blues video department, they they do just an incredible job of, of a lot of this. And the Stanley Cup stuff that they did, going back with the Cup for a day with a player, was awesome. Um, I am curious, though, JR, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but how much were they – allowed to show and how much was left on the uh, editing room floor just to make sure that various things don't get out into the public and i think anybody that is reasonable can understand that it's trade secrets it's things maybe you don't want out there but how much do you think was left for the the general public to digest and how much do you think was left on the editing room floor yeah dan first of all uh great job by trevor nickerson mike crusoe and that blue note productions crew they do an outstanding job now keep in mind they're responsible not only for projects like this dan but also like the david perron salute the tribute video when he comes back to st louis for the first time so they've done an outstanding job but in terms of how much gets in the piece that you know fans want to see and and how much gets uh, left on the editing room floor i mean let's be real here uh, they can't show everything and so in, in writing the article that i did for the athletic about the documentary yeah, you talk to people, and, and they say that uh, everything runs through Doug Armstrong. And, of course, he's, if he's going to approve a project like this and he's going to give the green light for them to film the meetings, then he's going to have final say of what gets in there. So, yeah, not everything got in there, but I think the Blues gave more of a glimpse into what they were thinking with that 10th overall pick and some of the other things uh, than, than probably most organizations would have done. And so I think you look at that situation, uh, there's got to be communication between the, the video people and the general manager if they're going to continue to do projects like that. They certainly want to be on the up and up, and that, that was the case here. Good stuff, Jr. We appreciate it, man. And uh, we're looking forward to you and Dan McLaughlin tomorrow morning on the balloon party uh, right after the opening drive at 10 o'clock. Yeah, sounds good. We'll see you in the morning, Danny. Uh, give me that wake-up call. I'm, it's the off-season. I'm not used to getting up there. <laughs> oh, sure, buddy. No problem. And I bet you're in. Uh, I bet you're ready to go for uh, training camp. It's not that far away. Uh, uh, let's let's not start talking about that yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get down to time. it tomorrow. I yeah. look forward to it. Yeah. We'll do that. All right. Thanks, guys. See you, you Jared, Thank you. That's uh, Jeremy Rutherford. At JP Rutherford is where you can follow him on Twitter. Great stuff from the Athletic. I love as JR. Always. So do I.